AEC Business, the construction industry's innovation and technology show. Hello and welcome to episode 132 of the AEC Business Podcast. My name is Arni Heiskanen and my guest is Mehdi Nurbaksh, an innovation consultant, founder and CEO of Yegatech, and the author of a new book, Augment It. We are here to discuss the use of artificial intelligence in the AEC industry. Mehdi, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. First of all, you have a new book. What inspired you to write the book about AI in AEC? Um, Arnie, I've been working in AI and uh, doing lots of projects over the past uh, 10 years back at the Georgia Institute of Technology and my previous companies. And what I learned uh, from doing work in this space is that a lot of companies have the same problems. And I've seen these problems that are happening over and over and kind of the patterns of the of the of the mistakes that they're making. And that inspired me to write a book to really help our, our industry to not make these mistakes. So to have a framework about how they can use AI in their project, what it really is and what is not, what it can really do and what it cannot do, what are the limitations? And if they want to start their AI project, what is their starting point? Um, how should build a team? How should run their first project? How should define their AI strategy? And my hope is that this book can help our industry to move forward in this direction. I think that AI is becoming an elemental technology in many industries, but but so far I I think that AI in the AEC industry has uh, not been, uh, let's say, there, there have not been really big breakthroughs in, in this industry. Why, why do you think that is the case? Or do you agree? Um, yes, uh, absolutely. I, I agree. Um, I think um, when you think about the, the AI today in outside of the AC industry, you would see that AI is being used in social media, in you know, com- big companies like Apple and Google, and it's very commonplace in that space. Um, however, our problems in the AC industry is very different and it's very complicated compared to the problems that, that exist out there. And we have lots of unique challenges uh, in our industry. Um, so we need more in-depth Uh, review of our problems and we need to see how our problems some of our problems could be uh, solved with AI and this technology and this requires a lot of in-depth thinking Um, in my book um, I talk about I propose a framework and the first the starting point of that framework is the ponder phase when we need to find out the use cases of AI in our businesses, the use cases that gives us market differentiation, the use cases that can help us to be different in the market. And that starts from AC companies. We can't just wait and you know, for others to build the AI technology for us. We should start thinking about it and we should start uh, working towards that direction uh, so that 
technology makers and us can can help each other to be able to build this technology that can help the industry. Yeah, speaking of AI, um, I think that AI seems to elude definition. How, how do you explain what AI means? The way that I, I explain that in the book is um, I use a, a metaphor um, called AI tree. Um, if you uh, think about AI, AI has roots in science. And these roots of the, the tree are brand, different branches of science, such as psychology, um, mathematics, reasoning, um, computing, and so on, and has different branches, such as computer vision, natural language processing, robotics, um, and machine learning. Um, and in, in this field of science, uh, scientists try to mimic human capabilities and what human can do. And, uh, and this, is, this is a simple definition of AI. We agree that AI would be beneficial to the uh, construction sector, but do, do you, can you mention any um, examples that you think are really good? Have you encountered any success stories? Yes, yes, um, definitely. Um, in, in my, there are lots of uh, real use cases and examples of, of AI uh, in the book. And I, I, to write this book, I interviewed and worked with more than 50 AC industry leaders and, and, uh, and I featured them in the book and their, the case studies that uh, they provided. Um, in, in terms of... Uh, design, for instance, there is a case study where uh, Perkins and Will, the scientists and researchers from the Perkins and Will, um, wanted to design more energy efficient buildings, but because of the short design time, uh, they couldn't do that. Because oftentimes when you use Energy Plus or other tools, it's gonna, one iteration of the analysis will take 30 uh, or sometimes 40 minutes, depending on the complexity of the building. And they wanted to run so many different iterations in order to find the, the best option, the most energy efficient building um, that uh, they can design. But because of this limitation in time, they couldn't do it. And if you think about the whole schematic design phase, it's just two weeks. and in these two weeks, they need to make decisions about different aspects of the design. So they need to do this every single day, almost. And uh, in this case, they came up with a surrogate model. They uh, ran lots of different simulation analysis for lots of different buildings and trained a machine learning model that could predict the results of energy simulation in a fraction of a second. So instead of waiting 30 to 40 minutes, they could get the results back with a good level of accuracy in a fraction of a second. Now the team is unlocked to do more analysis and more design and come up with the better solutions in a very short period of time. Um, an example of that in construction, for instance, is uh, Haskell. Teams at Haskell um, been uh, creating lots of uh, industrial buildings. Uh, 
And in some of these buildings, uh, they, there are a lot miles and miles of pipings that goes into these buildings. And they, they wanted to figure out how they can automate the process of welding inspection. If you look at, for instance, uh, wine and wine industry, you have lots, you know, thousands of miles of piping that goes into uh, these factories and companies. And if there is one mistake, one welder make one mistake in one area that, and then the company goes to operation, this will be a disaster for, for the company. So the challenge that Haskell um, had was the, they had only two certified uh, well, weld inspectors. And these two certified weld inspectors cannot be present in hundred different sites across the, uh, the country to inspect every single weld. That's impossible. Um, so how can they uh, augment their capabilities and how can they create a infrastructure where every weld is being inspected in construction sites? So, they started looking into how AI can augment their capabilities, um, create a data set of various welds and trained a machine learning model that can predict with a certain level of accuracy whether this is a good weld or a bad weld. Now, imagine a scenario where a welder is finishing up a, a, a welding task and just take some photos of the weld that is done. And the photo, the app right there can tell, oh, this is a good weld, or this is not a good weld. And now the two inspectors, you know, in the headquarter, they're sitting, uh, you know, in front of a computer and receive all of the, you know, maybe good welds or not, not so good welds. And they can say, yes, this, uh, this level of, uh, you know, this inspection, this virtual inspector is right, or this virtual inspector is not right. So this saved a ton of time for these inspectors. This AI application saves a lot of money uh, for Haskell and you know, potential lawsuits and things that may go wrong down the road. And imagine that you have documented every single wealth in your construction site. And now you have a database that you can leverage and, uh, and maybe you can, you know, uh, commercialize that later on in your uh, processes and in, your, in the future of your company. Yes, very good. So those are really concrete uh, examples where the ROI is imminent, <laughs> so to speak. Um, uh, you, you mentioned uh, uh, data and every gadget and process is already producing uh, uh, data. Uh, what makes it useful uh, for AI applications. What what are the prerequisites for data uh, if you want to use them for AI and machine learning? That's a really good question. Um, in I dedicated one chapter of the book um, just for data uh, because um, it's it's very important. Um, when you think about data, um, especially in the in the machine learning um, aspects of the AI. Because as um, I, I explaining the AI, AI and machine learning are not the same. AI is a larger 
broader umbrella term uh, and one branch of the AI is, is machine learning. Uh, but in recent years, because of the advance in, in machine learning and algorithms in machine learning, uh, people often interchangeably use AI and, and machine learning um, as if they're the same. So when you think about data, um, first of all, you don't have to, because when, when I talk to some of the executives and CEOs in um, large AC companies, um, they say, oh, we don't have any data in this area. Or, you know, we have a ton of data, there is a spectrum. And my, often my response is you don't have to have so much data. Sometimes you can create a data set, like the team at Haskell, you know, when they wanted to train their machine learning model, they needed examples of bad welds. But who keeps an example of bad welds? So you can create a data set of bad welds. So they went to the construction site and they asked the welders to create some bad welds. And they're looking at them like, what is wrong with you? Uh, they said, oh, just, just do it. So they created a data set of bad welds and use that as their starting point. So there are some good wells and there are some bad wells. So the point is you don't have to have data from day one. You can create a data set, uh, you know, either comp using computer to generate that data set or we can find a, a way for you to create a data set. And that would be your starting point. As more data comes in, as more, let's say, welding data comes in, you can replace that with the real data and retrain your model. Um, and going back to the question of data and the, the quality, it really goes back into this specific uh, AI application that you're building. Um, I often, you know, when, when working with uh, AC companies, they say, okay, this is our, our strategy. First two, three years, we're going to collect data. And then we figure out what we want to do with it. But I often, you know, I, I turn this around and say, you know, have you been into, let's say you have a guest and your guest is coming to your house and you say, you know what, I'm going to go grocery shopping. You go grocery shopping and you buy lots of things and come back home and say, okay, now I decide what I want to make with, uh, with this. So maybe I make, you know, I don't know, pasta. And at that point, when you just thought about making pasta, you realize that, oh, I didn't get ground beef. Instead, I got steak. So having an AI project is like having that recipe that gives you all the ingredients that you need or data that you need to collect over time. Because if you just collect data for the sake of data collection, they're probably unstructured. They don't have, you know, they're not um, high quality. But the moment you decide to do a specific project, this is the time that you say, okay, I need this data in these forms labeled this way. And I need this many of them. And this is my plan for collecting it. So start thinking about what are the AI applications or what are the use cases? What's the problem you want to solve? 
and how AI can help you solve that, and then start collecting the data that can support that. Um, so you, you gave us some ideas about where to start, but let's say I'm a, I'm a construction company and I feel that we we need to improve our productivity in certain areas or, and so on. How would you start to explore the, the problems uh, that are most suitable, uh, for which AI is the most suitable solution? Is there a process for that discovery? Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, and uh, again, this is one of the, the chapters uh, of the book um, is called uh, Find AI Use Cases. And um, I'm a big believer that if you find, if you, the, the most critical part of your AI project is finding the right use case for you and for your company. A use case that differentiates you in the market. Um, and, and the reason is that, you know, a lot of construction companies, AEC companies, design and engineering and construction companies, uh, they've been, their secret sauce is, for instance, the way that they do estimating. Their secret sauce is the way that they do, you know, bidding. They, all of them have a secret sauce. And this is how they can differentiate themselves in the market. And I'm a big believer that if we can use AI in the areas that gives them differentiation in the market, then they can you know, take themselves in the market to the next level. And to do that, I often recommend if uh, for AC executives that start from your business strategy. Okay, so that's the starting point. If your strategy to offend is, is offense versus defense and, and sustain. If your strategy to, is to enter a new market that you have not you know, been before, it's a new, you want to go to, I don't know, industrial construction market and you haven't done that before, then uh, you can look at you, you can look at different ways that uh, AI can help you in that. If your strategy is to defend your position in the market, then AI use cases for that are, are different. So let's, let's take the, the offense approach. Uh, in the book, I recommend a framework called SOAR. Um, so strength, what are your strengths? What are your opportunities? What are the opportunities? What are your aspiring goals and what are your, uh, the outcome that you want to achieve after, um, after three to five years? And based on those, uh, then you can come up with use case A, B, C, and D. So this is where the AI exploration team gets together. They look at the framework and they say, okay, uh, based on our goals, three to five years from now, these are the areas that we want to tackle. And maybe AI could be used in these three different areas or these five different areas. And then uh, in the exploration team, uh, I recommend having an AI generalist uh, where it, this is the person that knows about the field of AI in general. And, uh, and that generalist can say, oh, this is a very difficult problem to 
to tackle with AI, or this branch of the AI could be used and actually makes that uh, a lot easier. So you work together with your AI journalists, who could be an external consultant, to come up with how, how difficult some of these ideas are. And at the end of the session, I often recommend a full, full day workshop. Um, at the end of the session, you prioritize these opportunities that exist and say, based on the, their importance and based on the difficulty that they have. So the good starting points are usually quick wins. If you haven't done any AI project before, these are, that are extremely important projects, but not very difficult. So you prioritize them and you find one or two opportunities uh, that I called quick win. And that will be your starting point. And this AI use case that you find is completely different than your competitor in the market. Because that's hopefully an AI use case that for you has a very high return on investment. I typically recommend like five to 10x return on investment. And is not very difficult to do. And that's your starting point. That's the start of your AI journey. I really like your approach uh, to start with the strategy. It's, it's really essential. Uh, let's talk about AI implementation. Uh, AI projects have been traditionally really expensive. Has that changed over the last few years? Yeah, definitely. Um, if you... Um, it used to be a time if you wanted to train a simple machine learning model, um, you should have paid like $100,000. Um, but, you know, like technology, you know, it gets the Moore's law is getting cheaper and cheaper um, as the time goes by. So it's an exciting time because the algorithms of AI are getting stronger and stronger. Uh, there are more uh, resources, usually um, outside of the industry, in, in, in terms of talents that, that exist. The pool of talents are getting bigger and bigger. And the cost of training a model, the cost of you know, cloud computing or uh, parallel computing is getting cheaper and cheaper. So everything is ready for us uh, to start. Uh, but I guess um, to start, we need to find the right use case. And, and that's, that's, the, that's the challenge for a lot of AC companies. Yes, and I'm, I'm sure that because construction companies are typically very risk averse, they, they don't want to have any new risks in their business. Uh, you also have to think about risk management when you, you're starting a project like this. A good example of that, is a, a project that uh, Jills uh, shared with me. Uh, Jills is the CEO of ConnectStack, a leading uh, design fabrication and construction company um, in the Bay Area. And the, the challenge that they had at the, uh, at the start of the project was that Jills, as a new CEO, wants to grow his company. And as you know, if you want to grow your company, uh, for a lot of companies, it means that you need to hire more, hire more uh, people in sales and kind of maybe back end of the business. And, you know, as a visionary CEO, he was 
always thinking about how I can do this differently, how I can grow the value of my company and revenue without increasing the cost of overhead, without you know, investing too much in, uh, in sales activity. And his question was, can AI help with that? Um, so we started working together um, in a project and uh, because Connectstack uh, builds um, structural, uh, structural uh, components, uh, steel beams and columns with a special joint that is called color and they can, uh, they can build huge structure in one or two weeks in a very short period of time because everything is prefabricated and it's just plug and play on the side. In order for them to win projects and, and bid on projects, they need their, they, there's a specialized structural engineering team that needs to work with the sales team to come up with the design of a structure. And then it uh, goes to the estimating department and they, they uh, finalize the, the bid. And this specialized uh, structural engineering team is very expensive to, um, to operate. So together, we design an AI system that can mimic the capabilities of these uh, engineering team. So imagine that your sales team gets the job, you know, they find a potential job, and AI can quickly tell you, based on the capability that you have, this will be the design of the structure. It, it's not limited to just building a structure. It could be facade, it could be elevator, it could be anything. And this is the, the, this is the bid price. So this is one way, this is also, this is the evolution of coming up with the engineering design and you know, cost estimation. But what Jill's uh, really saw the potential is that now that we have this, we don't need to do the design. What if we can distribute this among uh, people in the upstream? What if architects who are designing a building that can quickly see the structure and the connected price and the time, and we shift the value from our company to their company. So it's like a, a virtual sales rep in the hands of all architects or all engineers in, in the United States and globally, that if you want to work with ConnectSec system, it's gonna cost you this much and we can do it in this much time. And this cost and time gets updated based on the capabilities that they have. And this is Jill's AI strategy and market penetration. And this is how he's, he wants to grow his company without really increasing the overhead because now his virtual sales rep is in the hand of all architects and all engineers around the globe. Fantastic case studies. If our listeners would like to uh, find your book, where can, where can they buy it? Yes, uh, so the book, um, the, they can go to my website uh, www.metinur.com and there is a link to the book which uh, it books website is uh, augment, augmented-book.com and there is a list of all the 
um, all the retailers that are, are selling the book. Um, and I, I, I tell this to our audience here is that uh, I don't exactly know how AI could you know, help your company to move forward and you know, to, to be a, even more differentiator in the market. But for sure, I know that AI can help you. And um, for sure, I'm, I, I know that you can find use cases that can give you five to 10x return on, on your investment. And if this is something that uh, you're interested in, uh, let's go to uh, letstalk.metinur.com uh, and uh, we can talk. I, I'd love to hear about the specific problems that you have. And in the 30 minute session, I'll give you some ideas about how AI can help you and your business uh, move forward and uh, be differentiator in the market. Very good. Mehdi, thank you very much for this opportunity. And I look forward to perhaps seeing you uh, in person one day. Absolutely. Likewise. Thanks for having me and I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening. Subscribe to this podcast and visit aec-business.com, the award-winning blog, for more news and stories.